Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Manifest Daily. I'm your host, Deandra Nicolette. For years, I played the role of the girl, the woman, the person that I was told I should be, until I decided to wake up, step into my power as a co-creator of my reality, and own the fact that I am an infinite, energetic being living in a human form on this earth. In each episode, I share personal stories, wisdom, and insight related to manifestation, co-creation, the Akashic records, spiritual laws, and so much more. I'll chat with powerful thought leaders that I feel called to invite on the show and share their energy and words with you so that you can take the truths that feel aligned with you. I've spent so much time trying to do things the way that I felt I should have, but girl, (laughs) I am done with that. It's time to return to the person my soul chose to be, and honestly, it's time for you to do the same. Hi my loves, I hope you guys are having an amazing Tuesday, happy, what is this, third week of May? Yes, no, maybe so, I'm not really sure y'all. I clearly don't have my calendar in front of me, I'm unsure of what's going on, time in quarantine, like just time in general is obviously not a thing, but time in quarantine is like literally not not a thing, or it is a thing, okay, not not a thing means it is a thing, no, it's literally not a thing in quarantine, because I don't know what week of May we're in right now. I barely know the date. The only reason I have a semblance of, you know, an idea of what date it is is because it was Mother's Day yesterday. So obviously that is helping me figure out what day it is. Anywho, (laughs) anywho, this isn't calendar talk, but welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. I am super excited. Really quick announcement before we get into today's episode. I just launched a limited series on Instagram, on Instagram TV specifically called Manifest with D. So this is on my Instagram, the Manifest Daily Instagram. If you guys are unsure of how to find it, it's at the Manifest Daily. It'll be linked down in the show notes. It's always linked down in the show notes. But essentially, this is going to be like a limited series where I'm talking about different things pertaining to spirituality, pertaining to manifestation, just like things that I think you guys would be interested to learn more about. And I feel like it's giving like a little teaser into some of the stuff we're going to talk about in the membership. So it really is just a way for me to talk about some of the stuff on video because I feel like I don't utilize video enough on the Manifest Daily Instagram. And I want to kind of get into that more as we head into June, as I head into a place where I'm going to have more of an opportunity to record things without any interruptions, like I want to do more videos. So if you're interested in seeing that series get kicked off, the first episode is up right now on Instagram. The second episode, I think I have it slated to go up in the next week or two. And then episode three, four, five, I'm not sure if we're going to only like stop at five episodes. It might go to seven or eight episodes, but the following episodes after episode two are going to be up in June. So if you're interested in that, go check it out on Instagram and go follow on Instagram. Today, we're going to dive into this episode. This is going to be a really juicy one. I'm super excited to talk to you guys about this stuff because 
it has been really on my mind ever since our last last episode where we were talking about the fear of success i kind of touched on it in that episode and essentially what we're talking about today is how to switch up in order to become a stronger magnet for your manifestation and diving deeper into that language specifically we're talking about identity and we're talking about the power that identity has when it comes to shaping your reality and like i said i touched on this a little bit in the episode where I talked about fear of success. If you haven't listened to that episode, yo, it's good. I be tooting my own horn often on this podcast, but that's because like when I listen back to an episode and I be like really feeling what I'm saying, like I be like, ooh, okay, like, mm. <laughs> that's the ones that I'm telling y'all to like go listen to and it's basically every episode like I'm not gonna lie it's basically everyone because honestly every one of these is really really good really bomb tons of information I'll be dropping gems y'all already know how it is okay but like I said go listen to that one first come back here after listen to this one y'all got time we all in quarantine so I know some states is opening back up but I know y'all ain't gonna be at the mall but if you do go to the mall or whatever just bring your airpods okay and listen to me at the trip to the mall <laughs> okay okay but yeah so we're talking about identity today really quick let, let, let's break that down okay because if we're talking about this I want to give you all like the literal definition so I was like what what's the actual definition according to what is it Merriam-Webster <laughs> I don't even know what the dictionary name is but I was like you know Google hey Google tell me what identity means and the literal definition of identity is the fact of being who or what a person or thing is when we talk about identity many of us we're usually quick to point out the labels of our lives that make up who we are in terms of societal perception right so if you ask someone you're like okay what's your identity who are you many of us will break down or construct our identity in terms of the labels that we can easily recall so things like our names our job titles our ages our likes or dislikes these are the things that you feel really make up who you are as a person And by having a set group of labels that we gravitate towards when someone asks us to explain who we are or what we are, it makes us it like it makes it basically easier to navigate life with a sense of understanding who we are, because otherwise, without that, I feel like we just have this sense of going through life aimlessly, almost like we don't know who we are because these labels are really like the labels make up who we think we are essentially. Right. But the sense of understanding that these labels give us can really be false in a way. And oftentimes it's because these labels just act as a cover. They act as a mask for your deeper core self. So again, when someone asks you these things and you start to just give a whole bunch of labels, a whole bunch of things that you've known all your life as the makeup of who you are, it can sometimes be like a facade, like a mask, basically covering up the things that you truly love, the things that you truly believe. And I think there's different levels to that obviously it depends on who you are it depends on the society that you grew up in it depends on who you're talking to because sometimes we give different labels to different people like you'll give different labels to someone that you consider a friend versus someone that you consider um maybe a professional like if you go into a job interview and they ask you like okay like what do you like who are you tell us about yourself like you're obviously going to give a slightly more professional different answer than if your girl or your friend is like yo like what's up like who are you well your friends wouldn't ask you who are you but i mean maybe they would if they're trying to have a deep discussion but you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying you basically alter the explanation 
right? You alter the labels or you give different labels based on who you're talking to, based on the interaction that you're having. So the thing about identity and the thing about our identities in general is that they're not simple, right? They're not simple. They're actually pretty complex in nature. I like to break the understanding of identity into two different parts. So I, the way I think of it is you have the true self and the societal self. Essentially, you have the authentic, transparent version of you, vulnerabilities and all, and you also have the polished mask that you choose to show to the world. Societal self is, in essence, this groomed version of your true self. And while the true self can sometimes appear to be ungroomed, if we're basically talking about it as two sides of a corn, because two sides of a corn... Girl, what corn? Sweet corn? I love sweet corn, but two sides of a coin, okay? Then that's kind of where we're talking about duality because these are two sides of the same coin, right? This is your identity, but you have, again, the societal self, you have the true self. And parts of the true self can lie beneath the subconscious mind, allowing us to harbor beliefs that may limit our capacity to do and be what we want in this world without us even knowing it. And that's what people talk about when they say limiting beliefs. When someone says you have a limiting belief that's stopping you from doing X, Y, and Z, they're basically talking about the beliefs that lie subconsciously, the beliefs that are held by your true self, the beliefs that you may not know about, the beliefs that are essentially holding you back from doing, having, and being what you want to do, have, and be in this world. And again, those beliefs are beneath the surface. You don't necessarily know of them or your conscious mind may not necessarily have direct access to what these beliefs are. So oftentimes people talk about, you know, especially in the spiritual world on Instagram, like just wellness posts in general, they talk about this idea of dismantling limiting beliefs. And people talk about how you need to break down these limiting beliefs, get rid of these limiting beliefs in order to up level, in order to take charge of your life, in order to have the things you want. And they're right. They're right. But... I think sometimes people miss that in order to dismantle these beliefs, you have to really address the importance of restructuring your identity and restructuring the identity that's essentially behind those beliefs in order to truly eradicate them for good. Because you can't get rid of the beliefs if you don't essentially address the person who you are beneath the core that has these beliefs, if that makes sense. I hope y'all are following me, okay? When I speak of identity, typically, in this episode and just in general I think because I talk about identity on Instagram and stuff like that too but when I speak of identity I'm typically speaking of the true self this is because the true self is who you are constantly being at your core so this is the person again that is literally you with all your beliefs all your vulnerabilities all your things or all the things that appear unpolished or may appear unpolished that's what makes up your true self So when you allow yourself to sit with yourself, free of outside distractions, free of external validations, free of the not self themes, as some people call them, I like to call them the not self themes sometimes. When you allow yourself to sit with those things or without those things rather, excuse me, then you're able to truly tap into your true self even more. So y'all know those moments or like y'all, I, I'm sure y'all seen like memes and stuff like that or, or things on Twitter where people talk about how there are certain people that hate to be alone with themselves, right? It's like you, if you're someone that, and this could be you too, no shade if it is you, right? There's people that don't like to be alone with themselves for a really long period of time because things start to come up and boil to the surface. And what that is, is when you're alone for a long period of time, again, when you're without those external validations, when you're 
without those distractions outside of yourself, the only thing that you have really to look towards is who you are. The only thing you have to look towards is your beliefs. Things start to bubble up to the surface and that's when you can really start to observe the true self. So that's when you can start to ask yourself what insecurities are coming up, what triggers are presenting themselves, what beliefs are now being showcased when you are with without everything that was once distracting you from seeing those things as what they are. And when you break down the, oh, my dog's barking. I hope you guys don't hear that. I think there's, oh my God, the mailman is probably here or something like that. But when you break down the equation of manifestation, it's the things that lay at your core, the self-worth, the subconscious beliefs, the underlying perception of reality that affect the ability to call in the things that you want. So let's give a a scenario because I feel like sometimes these things are easier to understand when you have a specific scenario that you may or may not be able to relate to. So imagine that you've grown up in poverty all your life and all you're used to is reality of the lights being shut off, the reality of having to spend minimal, like shopping at certain stores and not being able to buy the brand names or the things that you want because you guys had to spend or spend like a certain amount or not go above a certain budget that was set really low. Um, Basically, having this lack of certain luxuries such as eating out or being able to go shopping when you want to things like that right so you lived in this specific environment somewhere along the timeline that you had where you lived in this environment for such a long time you start to convince yourself at a subconscious level and maybe even at a conscious level on some in some ways that you can never have enough like you started to basically associate the label of lack or the idea of lack with yourself you started to associate the idea of lack with your specific reality and so your identity has taken on this label of someone who lives in lack and that is what you know and that is basically what you're used to and as unsettling as it may be that is now your comfort zone that is exactly what makes you comfortable even though it's something that you may not like you may not prefer it is what's comfortable to you because it's what you're used to so any reality that shows up opposite to that which is comfortable for you and that which has become your norm even if it's expansive and even if it's positive in nature is essentially an uncomfortable experience for you to have so you grow up and maybe you work through some of the lack mentality maybe you decide that you know what I don't want to live this way anymore I want to be someone that can attract things that can not live completely frugally right and somehow you create this reality where opportunities start to present themselves to you for you to increase your abundance but instead of you taking those opportunities you may self-sabotage uh somehow you may find yourself calling in more money but the amount that you want the amount that you truly want at your core always seems to be just out of reach You might be someone that works really hard. You make a lot of money, but somehow you don't have a lot of money. Like, I I don't know if y'all know those people. Like, you make money, but maybe you don't have enough. Like, maybe you don't know where you're spending it. You don't know where it's going. It's like you make it and it goes right down a drain. And you're looking at your spending habits and you're trying to be someone that is a money magnet, but your true self is convinced that you're anything but. So you continue to attract situations and outcomes that would conclude that you're not a money magnet. And even if you somehow start to like attract the situations that are like good for you, like that bring in money, they don't stay, the money leaves. This is a prime example of identity's role in your manifestation process. And more specifically, it's a really good example of 
identities role in amplifying your magnetism towards things that you either want or things that you don't want. Because manifestation itself is a neutral process. We're always magnets for experiences we believe we can have. And because we possess the power to perceive certain experiences as being positive or negative for us, there's that duality again for y'all, we can choose to shift our magnetism towards the things that we prefer to experience simply by becoming someone who attracts those things naturally. There is actually this famous quote and I feel like I've talked about this quote on this podcast before but I think I butchered it and this time I like made sure to look it up but there's a famous quote that says whether you think you can or whether you think you can't you're right and it's interesting because tied to our identity is a set of beliefs these beliefs essentially shape what you think you can or cannot do in this world and as a result if you consciously remind yourself that a reality is possible for you but your true self does not hold this belief also then you won't truly be magnetic and attractive these things. I'm not a huge fan of act as if when it comes to shifting your identity. I won't even lie to you guys. There was a point when I first started off doing this work and I was actually a huge fan of act as if. I thought that it made sense for me and it did make sense for me at the time. And I think that I had to go through understanding it, understanding the energetics behind it in order to create a new belief that now resonates more with me. And I'll explain that to you guys in a second. But I remember going to Prudential one day and if y'all are not from Boston, let me, let me paint the picture of what Prudential is. If you are from Boston, you're obviously hip to prove, but if you're not, Prudential is basically this huge mall with a ton of high-end retailers. So think Louis Vuitton, YSL, Dior, Tiffany's, all those places mixed in with some like higher end places like that are like a little bit lower end on the higher end, <laughs> but like Saks, Sephora, they had like a Peloton store at one point in time. And I think they still do have it. Last I checked, there was like a Peloton there. And they had like restaurants, Cheesecake Factory. Y'all know I love Cheesecake Factory. You know what I'm saying? But they had all these dope stores in there. And I remember there was one day that I went into Saks and I was looking at Celine bags specifically. I was like trying them on. I was like walking around the mirror. I was basically acting as if I had the money to buy them. And y'all, y'all, <laughs> I was dressed for the gods that day. Okay, I had these high-waisted jeans. I had on my heel booties with like the four-inch heels. Yes, yes, yes. I was stunting on them. Okay, I really was. I had on this little pink teddy jacket. My wig was laid. My makeup was slayed. Okay, and I was just really feeling myself that day. Like I looked cute. I basically like, like let me tell you, I was I was doing the damn thing that day. Okay, and I was essentially playing the role of the woman who was able to walk into any of these retailers, casually pick up a three thousand dollar bag and just buy it and go no biggie just abundant af okay but i soon evolved from that mode of thinking and something else started to resonate with me much better so i evolved from the thinking of act as if my problem essentially with acting as if is the simple use of the word act can essentially serve as a ruthless reminder to us that we're not the person that we want to be even worse it basically serves as a reminder that you're just pretending okay so in the moment in prudential i knew that this was a show that I was putting on for myself. So I've actually seen people in this world use the act as if model to justify spending beyond their means, going into debt simply to create a false sense of magnetism for the luxurious life they prefer to live. And that's not it. That's not it. It's not it to max out your credit card, buy a bunch of stuff and think that, okay, just because you are acting as if you have the money, that the money is going to flow to you. All that does is create debt. You get anxious, you get stressed. Now you have a 
$10,000 credit card bill and you're in no position at this moment to be able to pay that back. And all it does is really create more magnetism for more debt, more lack, more anxiety. And when I think about identity shift now, when I think about the process of altering the true self, of changing the true self, of becoming a new self, I think about doing the things that your preferred self does, your preferred true self does, believing the things that your preferred true self does, and simply being your new true self. There's no acting, there's no doing things for the sake of allowing the hope of attracting certain resources to grow. The key though, is to not see this as a short-term way of achieving a specific certain result. This isn't a diet, okay? This is a lifestyle change. Like we're not doing this short-term to get the results and be like, okay, yeah, we got, we're snatched now in life. Like we could just go back to doing whatever we are doing before. Like, no, this is you shifting. This is you literally changing your life. This is a lifestyle change. This is a choice to switch up your beliefs. This is a choice to switch up your reactions and your actions to be that which is in line with the self who is a stronger magnet for the things that you want. Becoming a magnet for the things that you want literally requires that you become that magnet. Like I said, it's less about doing and observing the result that comes from what you have just done and more about being in general as a whole in order to attract that which is in line with the beliefs of who you are being. Change who you are, change what you attract. That's literally the message of this episode. And that's literally what I want you guys to understand is that's that's right there is the power. Once you understand that, you can go about figuring out how you can change who you are because every single thing that you want lies in the understanding that you need to become the person who truly believes that they can have that thing. So that being said, you guys, I am working on the Manifest Daily membership a little by little behind the scenes. Um, I'm really excited about it. And I think I've talked about it on every single episode because I want you guys to know about it. I feel like I downplay myself in some ways by not talking about it often because this is really huge for me. And it is something that I am putting so much effort and so much of my energy behind. So one of the things that we're going to do in the membership is break down the manifestation equation because I want you guys to truly understand the different parts of this equation in order to begin to call in the opportunities, relationships, abundance, every single thing that you desire, just call it in with more ease. And part of this also hinges on me providing resources to help you shift your identity in order to become the person who sees themselves as worthy of receiving and worthy of attracting every single thing that they want. So I've actually started to create some of the guided meditations for this and y'all, they are so good. I'm so excited for them. I'm just really excited in general, again, for this launch. For those of you who are interested in the Manifest Daily membership when it does launch or just in learning more information about it, I'm actually gonna be posting more stuff on Instagram in this coming month and the coming next month that's talking more about the membership, what's gonna be inside, what it's gonna look like, all those different things, giving you more of like a visual presentation of it before launch. You can follow me on Instagram. You can also sign up for the waitlist. It's always linked in the bio of these episodes or linked in the show notes, not the bio. It's linked in my bio on Instagram, but it's linked in the show notes of these episodes every single week. So go ahead and click that link and add yourself to the wait list because I'll be sending out some information about the membership in June. I don't have a specific launch date just yet, but I am going to finalize a launch date in June 
um, so that I could tell you guys when it's gonna launch. But it's looking like, like I said, late July, early August or mid-August. So go ahead and put yourself on the wait list if you haven't already and just get excited for that because I'm really excited for it to launch. I'm really excited for you guys to learn more about it. And for those of you who choose to join me on this journey of evolving and of just expanding and growing on this earth and those of you who want to participate by becoming a member, then I'm just really excited for you to join me doing that i feel like i just said the same thing over and over again just now so i was like wait a second wait a second anyways you guys i am gonna go now because i have on a clay face mask and it's actually getting really painful to talk right now because this mask is dried all the way up baby okay it is dry and i can barely talk right now but i'm gonna go shower wash off my mask and get this episode ready for tomorrow and yeah you guys thank you so much for joining me thank you for listening to this episode oh by the way season four of manifest daily launches in june and some things are gonna change a little bit with season four not like it's not gonna be that drastic or that crazy y'all gonna see aka new intro whatever lol <laughs> but um yeah that is it basically you guys that is it let me go i gotta go right now have an amazing day have an amazing week uh and i will talk to you guys in the next episode okay okay damn it okay there we go bye Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it with someone you think would enjoy it too. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave me a review of what you think about this podcast. It would make my day and it would help other people discover this podcast, people that really need to hear these words. So until next time, have an amazing day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.